0: Drop you. your story and fund the life of your dreams. Welcome. To today, we are live on Instagram, on Facebook, and here in the Zoom room for Drop Your Money Story and Fund the Life of Your Dreams. I'm so excited to have you here. We're on day five, and this is all about create, expect miracles, and consciously create. And everything we've learned up until this point is so that we can create what we need, want, and desire, when we need, want, and desire it. And that is freedom. I want to tell you, if you're just popping on here and you're saying, what, this is already day five, you can find days one, two, three, and four, all of it. And you'll find this at the end of today on my podcast, workingforspiritpodcast.com. I've got all of that for you, and while I'm thinking of it, go to metaphysicalupgrade.com and get the information and sign up for May's free training series. I'm doing a five-day free training series again in May. Now let's get on with it. I did this as a five-day challenge, and I broke it down into five steps and five stages that have really helped me for years now talk about my process of manifesting, of creating what I want, need, and desire when I want need and desire it and getting in a flow of that. So at first I teach them to you and you go through each one, but then it becomes a cycle that you can stay in. What you really want is to get in the field and be riding that wave and stay in that wave as long as possible without coming out of it. And that's what I've been talking to you about. And that's really what I'm going to talk to you about today. So day one we had discover, day two shift, day three act, day four believe, and day five create. You see that before create there's discover and shift and a lot of people can get stuck in discover and shift but there is act taking aligned inspired action And there is believe. I've been talking to you all week. It is not, I'll believe it when I see it. It's, I will see it when I believe it. And I told you yesterday, and I really want you to get this along those same lines of, you will see it when you believe it. Everything in your world right now showing you what you believe it's all feedback it's all meat for transformation and it's all gold for manifestation there's a continuum and here's unconscious creating and here's conscious creating and you'll be anywhere along that continuum What happens is when you start learning how to consciously create, you have to catch all the unconscious creating that you're doing because it can throw you off of, wait, I was creating this. Why is all this showing up? And that is what I'm going to talk to you about today, why it shows up, what to do with it, what it really means so you don't misinterpret it. All the other steps we've gone through the first four days make this creating faster and easier. And I've worked my way up the continuum back decades ago when I tell you now. I unrecognizable from that person, I was totally triggered. I was living out all the patterns. I was in a toxic marriage. There was addiction. There was a lot of issues, a lot of emotional and mental stuff that built up. And I could not create what I wanted. And I wasn't happy in any area of my life. And I didn't love my life. And then I made myself a victim and I got so impassioned by it or not impassioned, so triggered. And my emotions so amplified that I just told those stories and I kept creating it and creating it. And then I made a story that spirit doesn't support me. Spirit's not there for me. Why did these things happen to me? And I had the fortune of having a spiritual awakening. Early on when I was 25, And I've talked about it before. It was just divinely orchestrated. And it set me on a new path that has led me here. And I've learned this over time all along the way. And I assure you the things I teach you, I always go first. I always learn. I always practice. Then I work with my clients and students. Then I bring it to the community so that I can stand behind it 100%. And if I ever don't, then I let you know that desires come from the soul. They are placed within you and it is universal law that wherever there is a desire, a way has already been made. And then we have resistance, which is our mind trying to keep us safe and comfortable and in the familiar. But your mind is a computer and all it can do is run programs. This conditioning and these programs and these patterns at one time in your life, they did keep you safe. For some of you, they saved your absolute life but they don't serve you now and you don't need them. And you're letting a five-year-old, your mind run your life and run your business. And it doesn't serve you at all. You've got to get in control of your mind. Your mind is meant to be a tool, the servant, not the master. That's what Albert Einstein said. Sonia Choquette, I love what she says because she says, your mind is meant to be a pet. Go sit over there, go sit in the corner right now. And your mind is a powerful tool. But as was written about an Untethered Soul, which I've talked to you about, that's just one resource. Your mind is not you. You are not your mind. And you cannot let your mind run your show. All this unconscious is driving your bus until it's not, until you become conscious. And then you can consciously create more and more and more of what you want and start getting rid of the unconscious creating. So you've got the desires of your soul and wherever there is a desire, a way has been made. I believe that when 100% I can stand behind it. And whenever I start faltering and falling out, I tell myself, because then I know a way has been made. So where do we start in my work with you, with my clients, with my students in my own life? I have learned to live a very, very desire led business. This is a journey of trust. I call it a trust times three journey. You're learning to trust yourself, trust spirit, and trust the process. There is a process to all of this. I have learned to live a spirit-led journey and a desire-led journey, and the two go hand in hand because spirit wants for you what you want for yourself. I really want you to get that. God is not up there saying, well, she's going to have everything she wants and she's not. She can have that much money. He can't have that. And he's going to have hard times and she's going to have to learn some lessons. It's energy. Source is divine intelligence. God, creator, spirit, source is divine intelligence. And a container was created for us to live in, just like living on earth. There's the law of gravity, whether you want to believe it or not, it's a law. In this container, in the whole world we live in with this divine intelligence, there's universal laws, there's universal guiding principles. And when you can learn to live within them, it makes your life so much easier. Better And that's what I have learned to do over time. The law of attraction is one that gets a lot of play and a lot of attention. It's not the only one. All of these are universal laws and universal guiding principles that I'm teaching you. There's also this whole notion that you learn what is your part and what is the universe's part. And I'm going to hit on that some today and talk to you about the key points. In February, I did a whole five-day training, manifestation, manifesting what you need, want, and desire, your part and the universe's part. And you can find that on workingforspiritpodcast.com. So I won't cover it fully, but it's all there for you. All of this. I have another podcast episode about becoming a vibrational match. A whole episode, becoming a vibrational match to what you need, want, and desire. I'm going to touch on that here today as well. What I want you to understand right now, part of the reason I'm helping you with the conditioning and the programming and the house of cards and the resistance and all of that that's coming up is when you decide to create something, it takes a lot of creative energy. It engages all of your energy centers. You are grounding into the earth and you are connecting to source energy and you are running energy. And the more you're a conduit for that, a clear conduit for that, the inspiration can come in and you can impress your amplified energy, your amplified feelings, emotions on the field and create into form what's already in the field waiting for you. In the field are probabilities and possibilities. In the field, when people are future telling, I'm a psychic medium, I have a lot of clients that are psychic mediums, I'm an energy healer, I work with energy, I've been intuitive and an empath my whole life, future telling is not set in stone. It's not a scary thing, as some people might think, or it's not something, oh, it doesn't work. There's a scientific basis to it if you go into quantum physics. When someone is reading the future, they are reading probabilities, possibilities, and what is outside that realm. I see it as three circles, three rings around you what is in probabilities, you already are a strong energetic match. And if you will clear the resistance, clear the clutter, get your amplified emotions focused on that, then it can come to you by taking inspired aligned action. The things that are impossibilities you need to become more of an energetic match. But as soon as you do, as soon as you match that frequency, they can move into probabilities and they can come to you. And then that third ring are things that are possible, but right now you are not enough of a match to them. This is when we see those miracles that come in. Somebody has such a quantum shift, take such a quantum leap that's so profound and so miraculous. And I want you to expect those miracles every day because positive expectation is a big part of this, but they have such a shift that they bring things from way out in that field into their life. And that's where people are going. What? Wow. And it can happen. You see, there are explanations for all of these things. It takes a lot of creative energy. So everything I'm bringing to your attention is all the things where you're leaking energy, draining energy, everything you're tolerating, everything that's irritating you, everything you think about that expends a lot of energy that is not those higher levels of energy drains your battery, runs your energy, and you've got to clear, heal, and resolve them so that you can create what you want, need, and desire. And I really want you to get this, what I just said, because this throws so many people. Ask and it is given is absolutely universal law. It is found in every sacred text. Ask immediately it is start being given. It can show up and fall in your lap, but many of the time it shows up as opportunity. Sometimes we can't hear and see the opportunities because we're blocked or because they often show up because you're not yet a match to them. So they're going to stretch and grow you. You're not yet a match to them. And so... They look and feel uncomfortable, inconvenient, expensive sometimes, illogical, yet spirit is giving you breadcrumbs to follow, and you'll only get a few of the breadcrumbs because you don't need all of them. You don't need all the steps if you're not willing to do the first one, and you sometimes want to know 10 steps out before you take the first one that's not how it works because it's not created yet because every time you take a step your energy shifts and now you're taking the next step and you're looking for the next step from a new energetic stance a new energetic stance a new energetic perspective i really want you to get this this all makes sense what shows up first until you've gotten good at clearing healing and resolving and clearing the way what shows up first the universe says yes asking it is given all of this is here for you it's either in your probabilities your possibilities or outside the realm you can have all of it here's what needs to be cleared healed and resolved for you to receive it And that's when people say, God said, no, my angel said, no, it never lines up for me. Every time I, my people never, I guess it's just not the right time. I was so guilty of this. Spirit is always about more life. This is universal law. Spirit is always about more life. I had a mentor teach me this. And once I got it he said, look in nature, nothing stops growing until it is done. Nothing says I'm going to stop here or boy, that concrete is creating a barrier. It busts through every single time. Spirit is always about more life. It is not going to say no to you. And when these things start showing up that need to be cleared, healed, and resolved, they are the meat for transformation. They are the feedback. And if you see it that way, you can work on them, get them out of the way, knock down that house of cards, and move straight ahead. Because wherever there's a desire, a way has already been made. Now, here's one I want you to really, really, really get. Whatever you think is in the way is the way. I promise y'all, whatever you think is in the way is showing you the way. Big flashing neon signs. It is the way. Nothing's going to happen if you turn around and say, I'll come back when that's handled or that's not there. If you just get in and walk through the fire, it is the way. And sometimes walking through the fire is what we need. But once you do your own spiritual hygiene and your own personal hygiene, and you learn not to let this stuff get so embedded, and you learn not to be triggered by really old stuff that I've been talking about all week, it gets clearer and clearer. I don't always have to go through a whole big thing now in order to get and create what I want, need and desire and allow and receive it. It gets faster and it gets easier because you live this way. And now when I bump up against a big one, I know it's a big one and a deep one. The good news is when you start coming up against your shadow and your deepest core issues, you're on the verge of big, big things, big transformation is there for you, but we have free will and spirit will never impede on your free will. That's why you always have to go first. Spirit will never go first. And if you're sitting there while I'm waiting for spirit to X, Y, Z, spirit's waiting for you to X, Y, Z, and then spirit will rush in to meet you. And it does for me every single time, you know, when it doesn't, When I used to create stories, I'd read the immediate evidence and then I would tell stories and then spirit says, wait, I thought you wanted all this, but I have to honor your is frequency by the Abraham teachings, Esther Hicks. If you look that up, there are two scales I use for energy. There's the Abraham teachings, the Esther Hicks scale. And in the book by David Hawkins, Power Versus Force, there is another scale. Both of these scales basically take all human emotion And they show you at this turning point where you're living in your lower chakras and in those lower denser emotions. And when you're living in your higher elevated emotions that help you create everything that you want, need, and desire. So paying attention to your emotions, mastering your emotions and managing your energy are the two biggest issues. Managing your energy and mastering your emotions. And on this scale, they will show you how many people on the planet are living regularly in these lower, denser emotions. And how you have to consciously learn to get in those higher emotional states, those amplified emotions. Amplified emotions always win. So are your amplified emotions going out as your triggers or your desires? That's the key. Are they going out as your triggers or as your desires? Because you see, you'll have intentions, you set powerful intentions, you make clear asks. Hello, I saw Instagram was paused due to some in uh, poor connection or internet. So I want you to know you'll be able to catch any part of this you missed later today and ongoing on workingforspiritpodcast.com. I'm glad we're back there. Everyone else stayed with me. So stay with me here and you'll be able to get that piece on workingforspiritpodcast.com. So these emotions, your amplified emotions, you need to start monitoring when, when you're looking at what you're creating that you want, need and desire and what you're creating that you don't want and why is it showing up? Are your amplified emotions that are going out the majority of time, your triggers Or your desires joy is the highest desire to manifest from so you want to do things every day that bring you joy little joys that amplify into bigger joys and even bigger joys so it's super important managing your energy and mastering your emotions It saves you a lot. No, you can't always get from despair to joy in one jump, but you reach for the next highest feeling and the next highest feeling. I have alarms that go off within me now when I have a bunch of stress in my body because I don't live with stress in my body anymore very much of the time. And even positive stress is stress. And it eats up a lot of energy that I would rather use creating what I want, need, and desire, right? So this guidance system, Esther Hicks, Abraham teachings, feeling guidance system, it's a chart. And it shows you when you're in these these emotions, you're in a downward spiral. And when you're in these emotions, you're in an upward spiral. These are energetic frequencies. You know what else wastes a lot of energy? Your money stories. And boy, I see it all the time when people start telling me their money stories and any of their stories, they are amplified with emotion and they're going out there. And then that's what you're creating. The universe does not respond to your words. Writing a hundred times, I I have, I am, I do, I'm being. That works when it is coupled with this. The universe responds to your feelings, your emotions, your energy in motion, going out and impressing itself on the field. Let this land. One Huge thing you want and need to do if you're doing this work is getting control of your emotions. I tell my clients now, I literally cannot afford the luxury of a negative thought, especially one for any amount of time. I'm very human. I still get into them, but now I know the cost. I make sure I really want to have that hissy fit or I really want to get really angry And then I want to turn it around because I don't want to create more of it. And I don't want to drain my energy. I am in constant creation mode now. I'm always creating. I talked to you yesterday about not getting in to the starting and stopping energy, the starting and stopping energy. You will learn to make this more and more seamless in your life. Telling those money stories starts wasting your energy, draining, leaking, but it also amplifies those triggers and those stories. And then the universe has no choice to bring you more of that because whatever you say is, is, but is that your desire? Stop it, catch it and stop it, catch it and stop it. Do the work, go back to your desire. You have a choice point in every moment. And every choice you make moves you either toward or away from what you desire. Go back to your desire because wherever there is a desire, a way has already been made. You don't want to get pulled into those downward spirals. First, they derail you then they keep you frozen, paralyzed, stuck in confusion. And boy, I have a lot to say about confusion. You can find it everywhere when I'm talking about stuff because confusion is a real emotion, but it's also a coping mechanism, a defense mechanism, and it does not serve you. If you're staying in confusion for any amount of time, it does not serve you. And you've got to get really honest with that. Now, here's another universal principle when you're consciously creating. Leave the hows to the universe. Please leave the hows to the universe. The more you can do this, the universe, divine intelligent, bird's eye view of everything, all power, omniscient, Weaves a whole tapestry. You do your part, and then the universe does the heavy lifting. The universe connects the dots. The universe does its part when you learn to leave the house to the universe. When you don't, you limit. I would have people come to me and they'd say, I need more money. So I've made a list. Okay, I need more money. So either I'm going to have to ask for a raise or My husband's going to need to get a better job or we're going to have to see about taking out a loan or gosh, I might have to sell something. I don't know if I can even afford my car anymore. Do you desire another job? Do you desire a raise, a new job? Do you desire to get rid of your car? If you desire it, okay. But if you go to the universe with this, you're limiting and the universe is up there like, Well, I had all these other ways to bring you money. But if you say it has to be this, that's what we're working with. The universe can surprise and delight you at every turn. In fact, I say that mantra all the time. Universe, surprise and delight me. Universe, surprise and delight me. And my clients love it because they use it now and they've learned to say it. You expect it. You have positive expectation and the universe then surprises and delights you in all kinds of ways. Once I started leaving the house to the universe, yes, sometimes spirit showed me my job wasn't aligned anymore, or I should sell my car, or I should look at what my husband's doing for money. But only if those came in inspired, not triggered or not out of my mind, remember Your mind is a computer. It can only go back to what it already knows, but that hasn't worked for you. You're going to stretch and grow to create new things. You're going to stretch and grow. That's why they feel uncomfortable and inconvenient and why sometimes you don't want to see and hear the opportunity or you say no to the opportunity because if you were already a match to it, you would already have it. And when you leave the house to the universe and you get clear on the essence and your desires and not how the universe can bring you jobs that you can't even realize, you can't even imagine how they exist. It can bring you money from unexpected sources. It happens to me all the time. It happens to my clients and my students, and I love hearing it. This is how it works. You create living, breathing creations. You co-create with spirit. You set your intentions. You handle those counter intentions that are trying to come in, that little voice that's trying to come in. And if it's strong enough, it creates stuff that you don't want, need, or desire. But you open your eyes and you notice what you notice and you pay attention to all of it and you focus, you gather up that creative energy. You don't let anything zap it. You discover the resistance. you discover discovered the stories. You discover what you think is in the way, and then you shift, and then you take new, third dimensional, aligned, inspired action. And then you build your belief and you hold it no matter what until you have it and you hold it and you don't create new money stories and you hold it and you don't let your mind run the show and you hold it and you manage your energy and you master your emotions and you start watching the feedback and you get a handle on anything that's not what you want, need and desire and you amplify your joy. Yes, that, I love that. Thank you for that, I want more. And you invoke the law of repetition, send me more. That's a match to that and you hold the energy. Do you see where your responsibility is your energy management? If you allow yourself to dip up and down, and read the evidence and make up stories, it gets a lot harder. That's why I said I've learned when I can get in the wave, my job is to hold my frequency and ride the whole wave. And I can ride the wave for months now. I've been talking to you about it. I talked about it a lot in my earlier podcast in February. I rode a really long wave. I manifested so many outrageous, incredible things that were my desires, not just needs and wants. And they all came in because I became such a match for them. The universe responds to your feelings and your frequency. Your feelings hold frequency. They can be measured. You're either gonna go in the downward spiral or the upward spiral, which emotions are you amplifying on the daily? I talked about this yesterday and I'll talk about it again, that you get into this place where those emotions become addicting. Your brain is so used to them, your brain wants more of them and creates the chemicals. I could get addicted to anger. Some people could get addicted to fear. Mine is like righteous anger, not like being angry at people, but that's not right. They're getting away with it. Somebody did me wrong. Somebody has to pay. I didn't get what I need. I had a real addiction to that righteous anger and it didn't always serve me because I can step out of that, get in the upward spiral and create what I want, need and desire, you become addicted. You can become addicted to nobody wants what I have. I'm always the black sheep. I will never find these stories and listen to them. I had a client who told me with such conviction last night in a mastermind meeting we were in and I had to point it out, she didn't even realize, I can feel energy and read energy and manage energy. She said with such conviction, I'm 54 years old. I don't believe I can ever change this. Oh my goodness, 54 years old. What's even more important that she's holding that belief and that belief's energy hit me so strong that I see why her intentions are not working. That counterintention is too powerful and she feeds it and she feeds it and she tells it to people. I felt it. You've got to get the triggering and the energy out of those. I did tell her, by the way, something I loved that I found out before I was in my mid-50s. And that is that Louise Hay created Hay House Starting at age 56, she healed herself from cancer with a death sentence and she started Hay House at 56. I have clients multiple times, not just once in their 60s and in their 70s. I had a client I love. I'll just tell you because she's popping in my head. 72 years old. She was a nun in a monastery for 33 years. And when she contacted me, she said, when you leave the monastery, you leave with nothing. And now she wanted to use her gifts in a different way. 72 years old, she built a thriving spiritual business that's still thriving. 50s, 60s, 70s, I have clients coming to me Some early 80s, think about it and think about my client. As long as she holds that story, the universe has to honor it. That's not a story I would want the universe to honor. So you make your clear ask, you leave the house to the universe, you go up the spiral, You manage your energy and you master your emotions. You do your part. You hold the vision of the essence of what you want, need, and desire. You positively expect it to show up for you. You don't engage in anything like money stories that takes you down the downward spiral. You don't limit by telling the universe how. You manage your energy so you don't get derailed. You learn to stay in that high vibration. When you do that, a lot of this other work becomes faster and easier or unnecessary. You learn to read all the feedback. Remember what I told you, especially in the beginning, until you're doing this hygiene work on a regular basis, clearing the mental and emotional clutter, and managing your energy and mastering your emotions. What shows up first can be what needs to be cleared, healed, and resolved for you to allow and receive everything you're asking for. Because the universe is saying you can't take that with you. It's not going to serve you. Energetically, you can't take that with you. It's the feedback, what's unconscious that is driving your bus. You've got to understand it all of it is yours. If you can desire it, it's yours. And then this piece where you create a vision of the life you want to be living. I've built my entire business. I've had this business 15 years and I learned along the way. And now I teach my clients and students build this business by Create a vision of the life you want to be living. Then create a business or work, if you don't want your own business, that supports and sustains it. Be a conscious creator of your experience and believe it's possible. I can give you thousands of examples. I know it's possible. I've served hundreds of private clients. I've taught more hundreds of students, and I've reached with my work and my teaching thousands of people. I've learned to live in this constant creation mode. I also know when I hit my own stuff or my bumps in the road, because they're never gone forever, we're still here learning. And I've also created a business where I walk through the fires And then I turn around and I help other people with it. So even that, all of it is me living my journey and turning around and helping others. And that's what I help other people with. You doing your part and the universe doing its part. Remember you can go to workingforspiritpodcast.com and get that training I did in February for free and you can get all of this training. Instagram those of you who are on now a piece of it went out earlier but you can get all of this and the other 4 days of it. This is day 5 on workingforspiritpodcast.com. I did an experiment with this. I've done experiments all along, but I did an experiment where I declared a year of yes in 2015. I wasn't getting the results yet that I wanted. I saw that I needed to do some quantum leaping and some big energy shifting. And I needed to break through some patterns and some fears and fast aligned inspired action will do that. This was scary, but I declared it publicly. And I was in a mastermind with a coach at the time, and I was serving a community. And I said, I declare this my year of yes. Want to ever shake things up? What that meant was I said, I will say yes to every opportunity that shows up. I will say yes. And I knew some would be inconvenient, uncomfortable, seem illogical, expensive. I would say yes for an entire year. And that year, I went from never having made $50,000 a year in my life to breaking through that $50,000 barrier, doubling my income, crossing the six-figure line in my business, and... I spoke on a stage in Las Vegas in front of a thousand people and I wrote my first book I'd been sitting on for years, had it published, had a signature talk, went out speaking on stages with my book. My book brought me clients and I went on an entrepreneurial led trip to Africa and, and, and I went to spiritual retreats. I had experiences Everything opened up to me more and more and more so that now when you hear my manifesting stories over the last nine months that you'll hear all over my podcast and all over my stuff, that was another year of yes, but now I pretty much live that way. I have learned to trust myself, trust spirit and trust the process I've learned to do all that. Thank you for the claps and fire. I see you there. Thank you for showing up and supporting me. So where are you not saying yes? You don't have to jump right into a year of yes, but I'll tell you what, that shook me up. I have never gone back under 50,000 a year and I've never gone back into those old habits and patterns. It also healed some stuff with my children, my parents, my siblings, and it made my marriage better. All of it, my health, my money, my love, my life, my work, other people, you become a blessing and there's a double blessing. You're blessed as you're being a blessing. I had a mentor I've been working with recently really showing me about the double blessing and also a desire led life. Why not? You can trust your desires. Why not? And the more I've lived a desire led life, so many people, too many people never take any action on what they say they want most. And then they wonder why they don't have it. So many people learn to use pain as a motivator. I stop that. I use pleasure. I always move toward pleasure. And now I really don't have to get into pain because I'm not using pain as a motivator. Some of you still are. Let's get really honest. I hope all this excites you and inspires you. And if you've missed any of the days you want to go catch it on Instagram Live or Facebook Live, connect with me on Facebook. In between these training series, I'm there every day. Feeding my community, engaging with my community. If you want to talk to me more about how I can best help you, send me a private message. Go to my workingforspiritpodcast.com. Listen to the February training on manifesting what you want, need, and desire. Your part. And the universe's part, and then get all five days of drop your money story and fund the life of your dreams. This is about moving forward in all areas of your life, making a decision, owning it 100%, holding the vision and managing your energy and mastering your emotions as part of holding the vision and holding the energy and then executing it, M-O-V-E, make a decision. Now own it 100%. That means no self-doubting, no second guessing, no starting and stopping, no telling your money stories, no stepping in and out, one foot in, one foot out. Make a decision, own it 100%, vision every day. Spend five minutes in the essence of it and then execute. Take inspired, aligned action. All of this, I thank you all for showing up today, this week, last week, for all the days of this training and showing up in my community and in my world. If you're new to it, welcome. There's so much more here for you. When I named this, Drop your money story and fund the life of your dreams. It's a promise and I stand by it. I first created it two years ago and it was by far one of the most wanted and most popular trainings. So I brought it back because I've just exponentially magnified what I taught two years ago over the past nine months. All of it's on my podcast, workingforspiritpodcast.com. Also go to metaphysicalupgrade.com so that you can find out my training for May and sign up, get the dates on your calendar and be ready. I'm so excited. In the meantime, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. You can private message me. Thank you so much for showing up and I will see you all soon.